Sunday, December 3rd, and the Dome Foamers podcast is back. I'm your host, Christian Kruger. As always, I'm joined by Neil Mieski and Brian Dorton. And we are just lifelong Astros fans that love to talk about the Astros and college football. So, boys, let's go. Here we are, December 3rd. I mean, crazy it's December 3rd, episode 31. It's going to be college football-centric because, I mean, there's a, some things going on in the college football world. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that. I'm sure it's all over the world. That's all it's been talked about. However, I didn't, I didn't because, notice anything was going on. I know. Because we are the Dome Foamers, we will lead with the fact that winter meetings are going on this week. There should be some free agent movement. There already has been. I expect not much from the Astros until 2024 uh, with Jake Myers and so forth. Um, Shohei Itani is supposed to make a decision where he's going to go. There'll be some other big names going on. uh, Aaron Nolan, some others have already signed. But winter meetings is usually where you get some trades. I will say this just uh, for fodder out there. The Rays are supposedly – dangling randy rosarena mm-hmm. on the astros i at least i at least pick up the phone and call them yeah um uh that you know that would help our left field issues that's another bat probably they're probably looking for a prospect and and, and a major league ready pitcher i'm just assuming but i would at least pick up the phone and call him supposedly they're already talking to teams i would at least see what they're out uh, offer uh, after um, I don't know. You got boys got any thoughts on that real fast? Uh, you think starting pitcher and a prospect? Is that, um, the, you think that's what the rumor is? Yeah. I mean, I would say the Rays probably want a, uh, controllable major league ready pitcher and probably a prospect. Yeah. I mean, could there be someone else? I mean, could you throw a Jake Myers in there for there as well? Sure. I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they want. Um, but if it's a Jake Myers, Jose Urquidy prospect, right? I think yeah. you probably need to weigh. I mean, you probably need to weigh that as an Astros fan. Yeah, that's what. And see, that's where I was see. going. Yeah, I mean, the Urquidy, the Urquidy part of it uh, does pique your interest. I mean, if they're, if they're I will say for- this. Yeah, your Urquidy has a little more value. Right now, for the Strohs, per se, because of all the injuries. Sure. Um, you know, you, you don't know when you're getting Neil's brother McCullers back or Luis Good Garcia. Lord. And so, but at the same time, they, they do have options. So, you take whatever's going to make the roster and, and more wins. And, um, I, I mean, look, I would pick up the phone. I don't know if they'll be on the same page, but at least that's something that I would – that's been out there saying that they're willing to talk. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You, you call all the time. I mean, absolutely. See, see what the price is. Just looking. It's because you're on your, just because you're on a diet. Don't mean you can't look at the menu. Damn <laughs> straight. So before we get into our college football talk, we've got two gringos, Chupacabra, and they are giving us every week a fan's favorites pack that 
we will do on social media. We have some kind of um, drawing that we'll do based on comments, likes, shares, rate, and reviews. Um, and, and please check out Two Greeners, Cuba Cobra at your local grocery store, but especially online at twogringoschupacabra.com. That's the number two, gringoschupacabra.com. Use the promo code DOME15, DOME15, to get a discount and order their goodness of their their rubs and seasonals there on their website. Boys, college football. Yeah. So, okay. This is the last year of the four-team playoff. Um, the four teams that were in by this 13-member committee are number one, Michigan, number two, Washington, number three, Texas, number four, Alabama. State. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) I love Dorton chiming in. Florida Florida State got left out as a 13-0 conference champion and Georgia as a 12-1 non-conference champion got left out as well. I don't know where to begin other than obviously I'm biased and happy for the Longhorns being in. Um, Thank God for scheduling and more importantly, thank God for scheduling. Thank you for actually winning a game on the road against Alabama because I think that's what pulled them in. Well, winning Um, matters, right? 100%. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah, That's fair. Like I'll get into that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to say my piece first. Usually I kick it to, to you know, no, temperature sure. on the Astros. But I, real quick, if Georgia wins, it's real easy to go Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, all undefeated conference champions. Yeah. Well, guess what? Darth Staben decided to go strikes ahead and win. Game. Yes, that's a great way. Darth Saban strikes again. And you cannot put Alabama in and not put Texas in. And yes, mm-hmm. I understand where I am, but you can't because to Neil's point, winning does matter unless you have a hurt quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah. who wants to like you have this whole argument all over social media and all over TV for best for deserving? Yep. Yeah. Um, I feel bad. Like, I don't know if y'all saw, I saw that, you know, they put it up there because I was watching to see if Texas got in. They put, they, they had Florida State up there when they found out. That was heartbreaking. And I have yeah. no, I'm not a Florida State fan. That sucked. Do you see Michigan's reaction when, when they, when they showed Alabama? Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause they thought, they thought they were getting Florida they State. They thought they were getting Florida State. And Alabama came up there, and there were audible, oh, no, no, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's great drama. It's obviously good being a a Texas fan. But in the whole grand scheme of things, man. So here's where I'm at it, and then I'll I'll kick it to you guys. 13-0 in a power conference, even though, in my opinion, is the least competitive conference because I, I it is i think the the schedules bear that out um because florida state strength of schedule was not the same as the other teams however they went undefeated and i feel horrible for those players yeah 
I mean, I really, I mean, we all know, you know, the grind. I feel horrible. Were they deserving? 100%. Are they one of the four best teams? No, they're not. So, I'm going to kick it to Dorton first and give his reaction, his thoughts, and then we'll kick it over to Neil and let's see where we end up here. I'm I'm still – I mean, I get it. I mean, you're, you, you make a point. Like, Florida State hasn't looked good at all since QB1 went out, and um, they still got the job done. They still, they still beat teams and boy, that's tough. Like I, there was, when we did this last, what was it last week? There's no way they're leaving out an undefeated ACC champion. There's they just can't justify that. Well, they can when the other two options are the SEC champ and the big 12 champ, both of whom have played each other already. And one is, you know, Texas has already beaten Alabama. They can't, you got to have both of them or none of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's it's a package deal at that point. Well, I don't think it's just to your point, Jordan. I don't think it's just like, Oh, Texas kicked a last second field goal to, to, you know, win. Right. they they beat him by two scores and held held the ball for the last seven minutes and kind of pretty much told pretty mm-hmm. much took over the game at the end right yeah yep so I mean that's that's part of it too all right Neil I mean Dorton made good point good points yeah I I think they got it right I I think I think they got it right in the aspect of they put the the best four teams in um, and, and there's there's probably still some some situations to where I could be talked into uh, a handful of changes. Like, again, I'm sitting there going, you're telling me that Georgia is not one of the best four teams in, in college football. I just don't, I don't believe that necessarily. Now I understand the consequences of losing your, your uh, conference game, conference championship game which is the same argument that uh, I have about Ohio State. I mean, it, I, I was just about to bring up Ohio. Do you, do those, as much as I can't stand the Buckeye Nation, and they're sure. the worst, but, uh, I mean, it's tough not to include them in this and, like, you know, them not even um, having a chance to play in a conference championship. I mean, that's tough. Uh, yeah, Neil, I mean, keep going. Neil, keep yeah. going, and then I want to attack that because I've got so, some opinions on that. Sure. I mean, I, I just think Ohio State, their, their, their only loss on the road at Michigan in a tight ball game, strength of schedule, depending on where you look, I've, I've seen it as high as number one. Um, and, you know, for them to just say our only loss is against the quote-unquote now best team in college football at their place at the big house – and we don't get a chance to say close a, game. A close game. Yeah. And, you know, you look at Washington's strength of schedule, not not something just amazing. Uh, and, again, I, that's somewhat to the, the, the Pac-12. I just don't have a lot of love and respect for it. Um, oh, well, and, and, it's dead as of yesterday yeah, or as of yeah. Friday. Right, sure. 
And uh, so again, I, 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 not only Florida State. I mean, Florida State, of course. I mean, hey, hey, here's our schedule this year, guys. Uh, go out there one game at a time, win them all, and let the chips fall where they may, and give us a chance to. No, you, no, you, you don't. No, you're, you're, no. you're not. You're not the the best. But Maybe I, you should but have I won get a couple that. more games, guys. A couple <laughs> yeah. more games. A couple more games. Yeah. You'd have been there. Uh, and, and again, that's. I think some of this is justification for what we're seeing in college football and in the conference moving and shifting. And uh, because what do you, yeah. yeah, What do you mean by that? I'm interested because, because your ability, I mean, if, if Florida state goes undefeated in the sec, we're not having this discussion. If Florida state goes undefeated in the big 10, we're not having this discussion. But because of who they are in, in the conference, and I'm not saying if they were in the SEC or if they were in the Big Ten or even Big 12, if they went under, I mean, I'm not saying there's, they would have. I'm just saying because of the conference that they are in, I don't think the ACC um, screams automatic bid. And it didn't. It didn't. And, and I know we're all saying, hey, their their quarterback isn't isn't there. But if Alabama's quarterback wasn't, there yesterday and they beat Georgia. I mean, are we saying, I mean, let, you know, like we're not saying that Alabama shouldn't be in there. Yeah. So, um, I, I get it. I'm going to be completely transparent. I don't care. Any bad things happen to Ohio state. So sure. be it. Um, and that's just, that's just personal opinion. I'll take a personal opinion out of it. I, I see your point. Um, the, here's, but the the issue is there's four spots and there's too many teams. Sure. I mean, oh yeah. I mean that that uh, essentially that is the issue. Um, I don't think with my eyes. Again, these are my eyes. I try to take my bias out of it. I try. I don't think Ohio State's one of the best four teams. I understand what you're saying about. You're right. You lost to supposedly now the number one team in a, in a one score game. I I get it. I get it. You, you have an argument. But that, what's amazing is Ohio State fans aren't even making that big of a deal. Like, they felt like they felt like that playoff game was last week. Yeah. You know? I, I know. It's and, weird. And that's the Big Ten's problem because they have the divisions, right? And that's why, you know, the SEC is going to go away from divisions and everyone's going to go away from divisions, divisions, you know? But, yeah. Um, okay, let's do this then. Let's go around. And I'm not talking. I don't care about strength of schedule. I don't care about who you played. I want it. I want us to do four best teams. So I want you. I'm gonna start with Dorton. Give me your four best teams that you've seen this year with your eyes. It doesn't matter who you beat. It's just strictly who you think are the four best teams. If you want to rank them in order, great. If you don't, I get it. I think it is um, – I think it is Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, and I will do a coin toss, and I will, I will put <laughs> – No, 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 there's no, there's, there, there's no coin toss. <laughs> I think they're – I think they're the same. I think – I think in – to in my eyes, I think Texas and, and Ohio State are are right there, neck and neck. 
So, I mean, I, oh. since Texas is in it, I'll go Texas. But I think that I think that they are to the eye test that for me, they they they've both shown vulnerability and they've bone show, both shown dominance. Yeah. Neil? I, I would take Michigan, Texas, Alabama, and Georgia. So and, would I. And that's the same thing yeah. Norton. Norton settled on Texas. I know it's painful for him to say, but also he decided that. I agree. Like, if you tell me the four best teams, and I'm – those, and why? Those why two. I mean, what? Why is, why is, why is Washington in our minds not good enough? Oh, they're good. Trust me. Not, I'm saying, why are they not good enough in, to say the top four? So basically, we're saying, Florida. I mean, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Texas. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair better, question. So let me so let me ask better. you this way. That's a fair. That's a fair question. So let me ask you this. So we, Dorton said it. Dorton said he would. He flip a coin. He would say Texas over Ohio State, but I mean, he did say he could put Ohio State in there. You said the same four that I think are the four best teams. So let me ask you all both this, because Neil, that's a great point, and I think Washington's a damn good football team. And it goes back to there's not enough slots. That's for next year, right? Which we'll get into. Does is Washington favored on neutral site versus Georgia? No, I think no. Georgia's favored. No, agreed. Well, I'm a, I've got some, I've got some stuff to back it too. Is Washington favored on neutral site versus Alabama? No. No. Is Washington favored on neutral site versus Michigan? No, no chance. No. Is Washington currently favored on neutral site versus Texas? Plus minus four, four last, yeah. Plus or four. plus four last time I saw. So, but I'm not saying Washington Vegas was, is. I'm not I will saying say this. Vegas is Washington. right, and I'm not saying Washington can't beat all those teams because they can't. Sure, Washington was also plus nine and a half against Oregon. One of the worst lines I've ever seen in my life. I, I still don't yeah. understand that. Uh, I, I don't still either. don't. I I do not understand that. Oregon but, money was coming in apparently. I don't yeah. know. They. They cannot – I mean, they will not be favored. They can beat all four of those teams. I mean, you know how it is. It's a one-game deal. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's but I, four but I, don't, I don't think – I don't think in a totality of the actual season and the team that Washington is better, but they can beat – I mean, just like – I mean, you can put uh, – I don't know, Ole Miss against somebody, and they can beat them. Um, but let me ask you, in, Let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. This this is a hypothetical. If Texas would have lost to Alabama, but beat Oklahoma, are they in? Nope. Did the same stuff happens that happened on Saturday? Yeah, no. same nope. same exact scenario. They're no. they're in they're in right now because they're they in because Alabama. Alabama they beat. Alabama. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Georgia wins. Texas is out still out because then you Agreed. have four, you Agreed. have four conference champions. You have Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. It's easy. The, the committee can go four conference champions all undefeated. Done. The fact that Darth Saban beats Georgia and Texas wins and goes twelve and one, same record as Alabama, and then you have head to head. And it wasn't. I'm I'm telling you, 
part of it was it wasn't 28-27 on a last-second 58-yard yeah. bomb field goal. Like, yeah. there was some – the fourth quarter was taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I – no. No, if Texas loses to Bama and beats Oklahoma, they're not in. They're they're uh, yeah they're sitting there with Georgia right now because that was a road game yeah. in Titletown. Only two teams have done that, and also and that and let's assume the same things happen. Oklahoma has three losses. No, they're not in. And I and honestly, regardless of resume, I, I still I, I'm, I know this, but I think people need to understand. Georgia wins. They're not in. They're not in because then Alabama has two losses, and that win takes a slight hit. Don't mean as much. And you ha- yeah. and you have four undefeated conference champions. Yeah, you you would have you would have Texas on the outside. You'd have Texas sitting where Florida State is right now, mm-hmm. only with a loss, as opposed to yep. undefeated. Yeah. Boy, that's tough. Did we have we done a wellness check on Tallahassee? <laughs> um, I, 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 so I saw a tweet by Jordan Travis, and I look, I feel gutted for that dude. Like he's yep. apologizing for getting hurt. Yeah, oh my god. Like it's so bad. Like really, dude. Like you, like you did everything you possibly can. I mean, I feel terrible. I, I feel terrible for that kid. Because he seriously, like, he sent a tweet out just saying, I'm sorry for getting hurt. Like, really? Mm. Dang. That's that's rough. Yeah, I mean. That's rough. Dude, Mike Norvell's freaking statement oh. was. <laughs> Good. Did you read, yeah, did you no. read their ADs? The, my, no. Mike, Mike Alford? No, They're, I didn't. Uh, I, the next time one of you two a-holes like wrongs me or, or does whatever again, I'm going to have this guy write my, my statement. <laughs> coming, I'll, I'll coming try, back at I'll y'all. try to, I'll try to tonight. <laughs> coming back at you. Cause I mean, he, it is, it's good. I'll try, I'll try and find it. And um, I'll try and find it and share it. But like, it's, it's basically this decision has, has delegitimized the entire Mm-hmm. college football playoff organization you know that it is it is now a sham and it and it was done so eloquently and it was it was a real really well put together statement so my other my other question for you guys is okay brian you are on this committee okay mm-hmm. you are god, the- god help us Yes, you are the athletic director for Texas A and M. Uh, pass. Okay. <laughs> are are no you, confrontation? Are you wanting representation by someone in your conference? In Absolutely. The yeah. Yes, you get because you get, it's more money for A and M. We want okay. We want two. We want two schools in it. We want Georgia and see, Alabama. See, I I just don't know. Like, I get the money side of things, but you're also promoting another yeah, program. No. That's but a fair also, point. You're that, also a... bolstering your own conference. That I mean, yes, like, but you play in the conference that's always putting 
Yeah, the so, same t- couple of teams. So, in, Neil, so, but... so Neil, I think I, I think that's a great question. I really do. So um, here, here's why here's why I'm asking because okay, obviously because yeah, Boo was on. I mean, the chairman. You know, Boo Kerrigan, North Carolina State uh, yeah. athletic director, and I mean, I can see. I can see the the bad side of me going like, all right, if I'm at AM going, screw LSU. I I don't want them in the I don't want to I don't want to recruit against those yeah. guys who get to say, you know, yeah. and, and so like it for a second there, it crossed my mind no. that you know, does is he going uh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine, guys. Okay. Neil, it's fine. No, no that's fa- that is a complete one hundred percent legitimate question. Here's the issue: you know how the games played, the politics are played. Oh yeah. Here's what happens if Boo Kerrigan is an opponent against FSU, and okay, look, let's take Boo Kerrigan out of it. Brian Dorton, the AD of A and M, right, is a is an opponent against another SEC or two SEC teams getting in. He then is getting a phone call from Greg Sankey. Right. And Greg Sankey's going to say, your time is numbered because I'm the most powerful person in college football and you just pissed me off. You took money out of your pocket and the other 14 teams, I'm coming after your ass. I, I, yeah. I get that side, but these guys are, uh, I mean – they're they're uh, conniving. Yeah, but Neil, one hundred percent. But you're talking about me, you, and Dorton. We totally would be conniving, totally. But like <laughs> Ross Bjork has to answer to Greg Sankey. You don't want that phone call. And I'm not saying like it was clearly obvious, but is Boo going home tonight? Going, <laughs> no, <Got it>. him. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I don't think so. Now, Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, does not have the same pool as Greg Sankey. But, no, I don't think so. I think he got outnumbered. And Yeah, yeah. and that's and, what I'm saying. Like, th- does he just kind of go, guys, it's out of my hands. They voted this way. And and just, you know, I, again, I'm not saying he went in there trying to, to go against Florida State. I'm just saying, th- does he look around and go, man, that- you bring up another good point. Like, why do we have athletic directors and admins in there? Like, why don't we have, like, every power five, including in a group five, have, like, nominate, like, four people, and you have, like, 25, 30 people in there that are not administrators, that are right. ex-players, ex-coaches that have lived it, It'll probably yeah, create more. Deba- it'll probably create more debate and more fighting, but that's a good thing. Sure, I mean, and, and keep in mind why we went to a committee because we didn't like a computer deciding. Yeah, yep, that's right. right. So don't don't forget, like we took it. We we didn't like the. Hey, this thing is just giving us too many facts. It's not taking into account like oh yeah someone's starting quarterbacks out now and they're not they're no longer the best team because x amount of years ago florida state is in florida state is in 
Well, computer a computer did not factor in conference champions either. They didn't. A computer didn't care. So let me ask you this: Does and this is to you too? Does winning your conference matter? And does head to head matter? I mean, I think both should. Yes, I agree. And both do. That doesn't mean everyone. I mean, I agree with you. Apparently, winning your conference is important, but what conference is yeah, probably the more important? Yeah, winning. I don't think that's. The, I don't think that's winning. the case. I don't think that's the case, Neil. I think it's the uh, fact that we have two. I think we have too many teams for four spots, and one team sure had a one team had a hurt had a, the unfortunate lot, uh, hurt quarterback. Now look, I'm, Texas did not lose their quarterback for the year, but he didn't play two and a half games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florida State's quarterback didn't play how many? Two and a half games. Yep. Now, the difference was Texas quarterback. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And Texas quarterback came back. There wasn't the severity of the Florida State quarterback where you knew he wasn't coming back. Yeah, I I just – I mean, you can go round and about. You You can make an argument for almost anybody. But at some point, you got to have some criteria. Oh, uh, for for sure. I mean, yes, Ohio State was not ever mentioned because they did not even play in their championship. Right. So, the the conference championship is a huge factor. Was it Ohio State last year that lost their? Yeah, they lost. Yep. To Michigan, but still, yes, but made there wasn't. Win. There wasn't. The, the, you didn't have the other sure. options. Yeah, Pac-12 was nothing. Uh, ACC right. was nothing. But just to say, like, the conference champion is, is the uh, – TCU lost their conference championship game and got in. Yeah. Yeah. Who did they lose to? Kansas State. Yeah. yeah. And then and then beat Michigan on a great game and then got slaughtered yep. by Georgia. But that's what I'm saying, yeah. like – it's really – it's all about how many options are. This is a crazy year. We had more qualified teams than options. And that is yeah, why and, the, the, the 12 team turn, uh, expansion playoffs, yes, the 12, is a year a year too late. But it, Yeah, I mean – It's out there. It, and to – again, like last year, uh, Ohio State dang near beats Georgia. Yes. And, you know, that's a team that didn't win their conference and ends up one or two points shy of beating the eventual national championship, national champion. So, I mean, it, clearly there's, there's, a, there's plenty of paths to, to getting into the final four. This year, those numbers of the number of paths were just limited because of the number of teams that had a quality showing and resume and all, all those things that factored in. All right. Anything we want to, I mean, we've, I mean, we've answered questions. We've anything else we want to tackle when it comes to the, um, let's tackle this. We'll, we'll have an official, but since this is a reaction of today's events here on Sunday, December 3rd, give me your national championship pick. 
just right now. We'll do official one. This, this we won't we won't count this. Um, just looking at it now. Alabama. Okay, I think Alabama wins it. Who do they play? Uh, Texas. I think they play, think they play Texas. You. Mm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna go with you guys. I can't. Um, I think Alabama out athletes and out physicals Michigan. I think Texas out schemes. I think Washington's playing with house. I think their 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 time's up, which they they've been very impressive. You know, they beat Texas last year by seven points in the Alamo Bowl, and Texas had their two NFL running backs opt out. Yeah, you know. Which that's still last year, right? I think I think that's gonna be great. I think both games actually gonna be for for once they're gonna be great games. Yeah, I I but I I, I mean I think that that Alabama Michigan if if they got anything right, Alabama Michigan is going to be probably one of the best games of the season. I agree with you, and I think Texas Washington is going to be a good game too. But... I think Texas Washington is going to be a good game. I but I, I also think that there's a chance that that and I'm, I mean this, like either side can haul off and just start scoring points and, and hitting the accelerator. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I think yeah. Can. Um, I, I think that that Michigan-Bama game is going to come down to the last minute of the of ball. So here's my question. So then this, this, this poses another question. Here we go. You know, like, like and I'm, I'm saying that just because Texas beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. That means nothing. Al- this Alabama's playing – Unreal. Yeah, it's a different um, team. It's and so is Texas right now. Texas is a different team. Yeah, they all are. They, I mean, they, this is the same. Are. This isn't the same Alabama team that Texas A and M came close to beating. No. Yeah, I mean, do you remember that? Like that. Yep. That so was I, this, we, that I know was this I, team. We assumed last week that Georgia was going to win, and if SFU was FSU was the four seed, they would play Georgia. I mean, so Georgia lost. Um, do we really want to see FSU play? Like, that's the thing. Like, anybody? Five, no six has to play. Listen, I don't think that – I mean, I think Georgia's going to just destroy – I mean, they're going to destroy Florida State. Right. I, I don't even think that's going to be a game. If Georgia shows up, if Georgia wants to be there, well, yeah, if Florida might. State, if Florida State wants to be, I mean, that's that's when you get hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you right. never know about. I heard today somebody said it best. That could be that could be a giant pillow fight. It really yeah. could be. That is, I didn't even think about that. That really, because they really said could at, be. After the uh, the top four, all these other games, and again, I can't remember where I saw this, but they said all these other games become exhibition games yeah because you don't yeah. know you, you don't know who's opting out and who's not they're they're basically say preseason this. i'll say this i'll take it georgia's young players over fsu's young players if it, uh, yeah. if it comes down if, <laughs> if it comes down to young players i'm gonna go with georgia's <laughs> so let, let me this is one thing that's been thrown out there alabama is in because they beat georgia and so obviously the week before they survive a mighty Auburn team on a fourth and forever. Fourth and 31. Yeah. If 
Alabama didn't win that game. Okay, go down okay. this this rap, rabbit hole, and still beat Georgia. Who's in? Is it any different? Yes, because Alabama's not in. They have two losses. They have got two losses now. I mean, Florida they're, State's they're in. Still, but doesn't matter. So you're saying, Alabama's not you're in. Saying that, you're saying Florida State would be in. Yeah. So there would be um, no. Well, there would be no SEC representative. Probably not. I could see. I I could see them. I could Bumping see them Texas. taking. I could see that. However. Texas has the argument where, well, we beat the people that just beat you, Georgia. Well, and we're a conference champion. That's right. I think it's probably – I think Georgia's probably out. There's no SEC, and Texas this is the four seed. So, could, could you see – Which, by the way, I will say this. Just from schematics, and Texas matches up really well with Michigan. Like – that's that is not a good matchup for Michigan. So if Florida State was in, okay, it would be the three. They would probably be the three. Texas being would, four. Yep. So who's your five six? Um, Georgia, Ohio State. Okay. So you 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 would still keep. I, I know Alabama would have two losses. I didn't know if Ohio State would. I mean, again. No, you Alabama, said it though. You trumped. Alabama lost. Alabama lost, but they're then they turned to Auburn, but they turned around and won the SEC, and they're still going to be behind Ohio State. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. I forgot about them. Yeah, the, they they'll be ahead of Georgia because they beat them. So I don't know, man. And this well, is well. I'm just saying. I, I'm, Our, my point. My point here is: what if five and six ended up being Alabama, Georgia? They wouldn't do that, right? They wouldn't make them play again. <laughs> well, they don't necessarily have to. Oh, I like, thought that was a lot. No, that worked out. That just happened to work out this year. No, it's all about conference. A lot based okay. on who gets in. Then the then the New Year's Six bowls get to pick. And they have preferences that just happen to work out that way. Um, I got. You. I will say I this: you. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little call out, and Dorton knows because he was on this text thread. Um, our lovely, loving death, Jared Vickers, uh, last night said Texas should be six. Now I called him out for trolling. I said, oh, "Okay, you're trolling. I get it. I understand. I I, I I've been known to troll every once in a while." You know, and he said, no, I just think Texas is the sixth best team in the country. And I was like, okay, if you really think that, that's fine. There is that, that is that narrative has, there's not, I've not seen that narrative anywhere across the country today. The issue has been Florida State, Bama. Yeah. Because of the head-to-head that Texas has about. Now, everyone has entitled their own opinion. I just wanted to – I wondered if Jared was drinking some really good stuff last night or he <laughs> or, or just trolling because I said he – I called him out trolling. He said he wasn't. But I'm like, I don't see Texas being six anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, it leads us to the conversation of, thank God 
there's 12 teams next year. Now, you're going to have fighting and bickering about four and five because the first four get buys. And then you're going to have obviously fighting about, well, you could have fighting about eight and nine because eight hosts a a game and nine doesn't. And then you're going to have the same fighting about 12 and 13 and 14. You're still going to have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and if you look at this year, right, so starting at nine, okay, start with nine. Are those those the official ones behind you? Do you have them up? Yes. Yeah, these are the ones behind me. Okay, so starting at nine is Missouri 10 and 2, Penn State 10 and 2, Ole Miss 10 and 2, Oklahoma 10 and 2. Well, do this. Who does – who's five? That would be – Okay, Florida, Florida State. State host Oklahoma. Who's winning that one? In current, <laughs> in current, in current state, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay, so then you've got six Georgia hosting Ole Miss. Georgia, great game. Georgia, yeah. Ohio State, dude, guys, this is awesome. Ohio State would be hosting Penn State. And then Oregon would be hosting Missouri. No, this this is not correct. I'm going off the college football playoff rankings here. Which you are right. However, oh, we said the twelve lane or uh, Liberty. Liberty would be the twelve. Liberty would be in over over Oklahoma, which is awesome. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I mean. So the yes. thirteenth, the thirteenth spot that we're talking about, okay, Oklahoma was ten and two, LSU was nine and three, Arizona nine and three, Louisville ended up ten and three. Um, so your ten team, your ten win teams are Louisville, that are starting with uh, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, right? That was uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Man. That Louisville team looked atrocious. Mm. That was painful to watch. Florida State. Yeah, that was not a fun game. Oh, gosh. Florida State said, you know what, guys? Y'all, I need y'all to hang around and really make this difficult for us to win. Uh, I mean, it was three and out punt all night long. I mean, that took took football back 40 years. (laughs) I mean, it was painful. What, it was uh, uh, a guy that was, gross. A guy was at uh, I was watching the games with last night. He he had Iowa over two and a half points total. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! It was one of the funniest things to watch that I've seen in forever, and it like just kick a. Fi- I don't know how many times. Just kick a field goal. <laughs> kick a field goal. That's all you have to do. Kick a field goal. <laughs> That's another thing. Like pick an effing field goal. <laughs> so good. That is so I mean, how is that team have that good of defense and that bad of offense? They're terrible. Well, it's the oh. sun. The sun's the OC. Well, no, no longer. No, he had he had a he had a. Remember, he had some sort of like a uh, twenty five points a game. 
he had 25 average points, 25 average points. 25 points a game. Yeah, yeah. Are you, talk, are you talking about Iowa or Florida State? Iowa. No, Iowa. So, Kurt Ferentz but, is the head coach. His son is the OC. Now. Yes. No, I know. I'm just saying it's the same story. Like, oh, that, yeah. great, that great defense. But, gosh, that offense is atrocious now. Yeah, but Florida State playing without their best quarterback. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, I mean I, Iowa looks like a freaking junior high team. Florida State. Florida State became Iowa. I mean, that's that's what they've become with with no quarterback, and it's a shame yeah. because. Uh, and again, I was always a critic of Florida State, as it was, but uh, I'm a, there would be there'd be no argument if if the quarterback was there. I'm gonna pick Jordan Spirits up because that's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> that Louisville team. Beat these fighting Mike Elkos at Duke twenty three to nothing. They sure did. They sure did. <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> Kentucky pounded them though. And Mark, we, Mark Stoops is our guy. <laughs> Dude, I love. I've seen the shirts like the 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 Mark Stoops era twenty twenty three We we survived the Stoops era. Or like two hours and fifteen, two hours and fifteen minutes, minutes, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, so all right, good. Um, man. Anything else you want to bring up before we start wrapping this thing up on a December Sunday night? I well, know we I, do since the, we're yeah. since we're piling on, since we're piling on the ags, let's go ahead and break this out there. Uh, we didn't, we didn't pile on them. Walter Nolan entering the transfer portal. Yeah, hmm. I saw that. Well, that's, he, that's not he, good. On he top of Erob, Erob going to Syracuse, which we know, Erob's well, that's gone. Why, that's why and portal. Then, and then Nolan's portaling, and oh boy, this is who was the uh, four or five star receiver that decommitted as well. Yeah, I saw that there's, somewhere. There's that, and then there's rumors. Yeah, but Nolan, of Nolan Stewart. A, there's rumors of Nolan, Stewart. Nolan's a good player, and he was the number one like overall recruit two years oh, yeah. ago. He's real good. And supposedly, you know, he went back and forth with uh, – he's from Tennessee, and he went back and forth with A&M in Tennessee on NIL. And A&M won that out. And then he was tight with Elijah Robinson, who did take the Syracuse D.C. job. That's going to sting. Um, obviously, that Nolan portaled like an hour after. Yeah. Syracuse, um, so all good coaches go to die. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. He's tight with a guy that got the head coach – uh, Fran Brown, the de- the defensive backs coach, you know how it is. I mean, he was he was probably wanting to call uh, call the plays on defense, and Elko sure. was like, "No, that's my specialty." And so his buddy got the job at at Syracuse, and like, you can call the plays. So yeah, Over it happens, days. right? Yeah, it yeah. happens. Um, all right, so now we're gonna do the throwback player. Um, and I, you know, I'm being very kind. I don't, I don't, I don't pile my eggs just to pile my eggs. Come on, man. Um, the throwback player, as we've done last week, I did a University of Texas uh, former football player. Dorton has the honors this week, but our throwback player is sponsored by Victoria Equipment Auction. They just had their auction yesterday, December second. I will call and see how it went, but um, good people there. Uh, heard had a really good auction and so at victoria equipment auction 
Their number one goal is to get you the best price for your equipment in a hassle-free professional manner. Whether you're part of a large corporation looking to clear old equipment out of your inventory or an individual piece interested in selling a single, I'm sorry, an individual interested in selling a single piece, Victoria Equipment Auction is ready to go to work for you. Just drop it off and they will take care of the rest. Call Clay at 361 nine three five two four 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 i've got the number memorized because i've done it so many times but call um clay there at victoria equipment auction we kenny and kevin griffin are good friends of ours and follow the show we appreciate that so dorton with that being said give me the fighting texas ag throwback player of the week john bucky richardson bucky (laughs) (laughs) uh born and went to high school in baton rouge louisiana was a star baseball football athlete came in to texas a&m in 1987 and started his third game as a freshman no came off the bench his third game as a freshman against southern miss who was that quarterback? His Brett Favre. first game. Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Uh, led the Aggies to a victory when he broke away for an 82-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Wheels. <laughs> Wheels. <laughs> uh, also led the Ags to a Cotton Bowl victory that same freshman year against Notre Dame um, and was MVP of the Cotton Bowl. Um <clears throat> I still, I mean, obviously it was, he was that first dual threat type quarterback before they ran a quarterback. They ran a, yeah, they ran a ton of options. But I I guess I I remember watching this game. It was the 1990 holiday bowl against BYU. The Ags beat them. It was in the sixties, 60 to a lot uh, to a little Heisman trophy winner, Heisman trophy winner, Ty Detmer, Ty Detmer. So listen to this. Listen to these numbers. This is Bucky in that game. 402 yards total offense, Mm. 203 passing, 200 running, 200 yards running. And uh, he rushed for two touchdowns, threw for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown. (laughs) Come on, guy. Uh, he was, he was awesome. He, um, let's see, he rushed for a total of 2,095 yards, uh, conference records for quarterbacks, Southwest conference record for quarterbacks played three bowl games, led him to two Southwest conference champions, finished his Aggie career at 24, six and one as a starter. Damn. Dang. <laughs> and uh, so, he, so he's at Brett Favre. And Ty Detmer's Ty dead bodies on the resume. Who else? His uh, man, I I'd have to go through and look. That's just his freshman year. Wow, his freshman year, he had Ty Detmer and oh no, no sorry, that but that that BYU game was in ninety, so that would have been his junior year. Um, he was drafted in the eighth round by your love you blue Houston, Houston Oilers. Oilers. And I do remember uh, that. did he, did he ever plot? Did he ever start no, for him? No, uh, he, okay. he, 
he uh he mainly did his his main job was warren moon's backup that was his main job uh best, he saw some special teams huh oh he, he, he saw some special teams. teams he saw some special teams duty um in his first two seasons and uh then lost out when when warren moon got traded he lost out to cody carlson in the oh, yeah. starting cody position. carlson from baylor yeah feels like bucky richardson was in a time i mean can you imagine him he's probably a wildcat guy in the nfl now or a safety oh yeah oh, yeah. Um, yeah he was wrong i don't know right time to be a college football player yeah wrong yeah. time to be in the nfl at that yeah. time um he went and played uh two seasons for the cowboys didn't see any any uh action and then huh. he, I think he, he i think he was on the practice squad wasn't he yeah and in he he was special teams backed up daryl johnston at fullback <laughs> oh, on special teams oh okay on special teams Gotcha. <laughs> so what year uh, what years was that so does he have rings 95 oh, 95 they won it so he has a yeah. ring so he has a ring um didn't see any regular season action he went to the chiefs the next year for his last season in 96 and threw he threw a touchdown pass in the last preseason game against the cowboys and then didn't see any <laughs> any gameplay there on end. Damn. Where lives here in Houston. He, lives in Missouri well, City. Gonna, that's okay. So he lives in Missouri City. So his son, we told us because Dorton dropped this that he was this was going to be his his uh, throwback. Son played at Oklahoma State, JP Richardson, and then portaled to TCU. I didn't even know it was I didn't even know that that was his son until they said when they were playing Texas that Bucky Richardson's kid. So he's a slot receiver, good little I mean, good little player. You know, nothing special, but a good little college football player. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, old Bucky. Good one, D. Good times. Good times. Best quarterback <laughs> they've had. They haven't had one like him since. They need to find one. We did have a number two that was pretty good dual threat for for a yeah. couple seasons. Okay, well, I guess son. so. He, he was husband. better than Bucky. Yeah, he was better than Bucky. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the second player in that year was Manti Teo. Okay. Don't say nothing about his girlfriend. Don't say nothing about his girlfriend. Don't say nothing and about his girlfriend. That is, that is fake girlfriend. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> you had to do it. You had to had do to. it. <laughs> well, she, his girlfriend won us a Heisman, I think. That's fair. That's, that's fair. I mean, it, it is fair. I just, you know. Uh, that could go places. No, that's fair. I'll yeah. I'll give you that one. Two was two was pretty good. He should have stayed longer. There's a lot of things he should have done differently, but there's a lot of things. Oh. A lot of things different. I think they yeah. were, they were some in some form or fashion ready for two to go. Is is the word I have heard? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they also created that problem too. Like they allowed it. They did. Yeah, I mean, this dude is a freak, man. I mean, I saw him as a sophomore and junior. Um, shout out to my brother-in-law who coached him in high school. And, you know, we went to those playoff games. He was taking over playoff games against Lake Travis and all those guys. Like, you could tell that he was a freak athlete. Um, yeah, it was 
it was allowed. Now I'm not saying he if it I'm not saying if the discipline would have been there, he would have made it because he might not have. But um so my favorite story is coaching school the year before he becomes the starter. Uh, we go to breakfast and run into, and I'll just say a, a Texas A&M coach and having just whatever conversations in, uh, at breakfast about the team or what have you. And he mentions how this guy could be the one. Like he, he is bragging about how phenomenal he is. And at the time we're like – Yeah, supposedly his red shirt year, he was a freak, on, on, you know, as the, as the was, uh, scout team quarterback. Couldn't stop him, couldn't contain him. Yes, and, and ultimately right. that's when they went, we have something, I mean, special here. And, and obviously his high school career was pretty – pretty phenomenal but um anyways yeah that's my hmm. stories on that one yep um i don't have anything else unless you know we can sit here and tell there's a lot of stories we can sit here and tell but um excuse me i don't have anything else anything y'all want to touch on other than the horns win the national championship other than the horns are going to win the national championship <laughs> that that would be okay oh, with me uh, we'll see how these next couple of weeks go. That'll be fun. This will be fun. It was, it was a it was a it was a fun Sunday. It was a good Sunday morning. I got up early yeah. just to watch this stuff. So it was good. No, I, I'm good. <laughs> Absolutely. So, man, we've been here almost an hour. I would do want to say, um, like, rate, and review. You know, I know I've talked to multiple people. I know Neil and Brian have as well. People say um, we had a, another shout out to a buddy of ours, Robert Pewitz. We're going to drop his name. He ran into someone that he works with, his Nationals fan, said, Oh, yeah, I know the Dome Plumbers. Cool. Hey, that's awesome. We love that. But like, rate, and review, it helps us obviously on the YouTube channel, um, on all our social medias. We'll have another contest out to give away another fan favorite pack of season, uh, of se- uh, rubs and season alls. So appreciate it. Thank you guys for your time. College football is cannot believe it's almost over, which means we're at Christmas. We then have the bowls and the playoffs. Then we have that little downtime. And you know what that means after that? Spring training. Spring baseball, baby. Training. That's right. Let's go baseball. So good night to all, and I'll end it with go Strohs. Go Strohs. Go Strohs.